Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to 10 Dozen Minutes of the Jick and Skullhead Show. This is Mr. Skullhead, and Jick will be joining us shortly. It's Monday, May 7th, 2012. Let's give Zach a call, shall we? Hello, friend, buddy. Hey, buddy friend. How's it going? Boyfriend, what's going on? I don't think I like it when you call me boyfriend. Boyfriend? It's just like girlfriend, only you're a boy. Yeah, I don't think that works that way, though. Huh. Should I say Maybe you're... Sexist. This is, uh, this is Jake. He's uh, my special friend, but he's not my boyfriend. Yeah. He's a friend who is a boy, but he is not a boyfriend. Right. Mom. How's it going, Mr. Skullhead? It's all good, I suppose, in the hood. Had another wedding on Saturday night. Like an appetite wedding, or... An appetite wedding? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, a W-H-E-T-T-I-N-G? <laughs> Come on, I'm... <laughs> it was kind of a pants wedding. Uh, yeah, you know. So we have a wedding... We had a wedding last weekend, and we have one this weekend, so... Jeez. Uh, we have wedding weekends galore. You need one more and then a funeral. Yeah. There are there are two more this year, I think. Okay. So hopefully we won't be going to any funerals. I mean geez. Was this one was this one any fun? Yeah, it was super fun. It was a Jewish wedding. I'd never been to a Jewish wedding. Okay. And they like they as I drunkenly said, thankfully not in the presence of anybody Jewish at the at the reception. You know, I've been to a lot of normal weddings, but they Oh. I've been to a lot of uh, Goyim weddings, and we have a lot of things that we do that we're not 100% sure why we do it. It's just tradition, but nobody really explains it. Mm-hmm. So he explained all of the things because he knew there was going to be, like, half of the room was going to be people who weren't Jewish. So that was cool. Like, they get married under a little canopy, like a four poles with a cloth tied to it. Okay. To symbolize the home that they're going to build together. Uh, they pass a cup of wine to the whole wedding party to symbolize the friendships that they share and then the bride and groom have a cup of wine to themselves to symbolize their relationship and he said there were dozens of reasons why they break the glass and said the rabbi said and before google the rabbi would sit and explain them all and then just moved on which i thought was pretty awesome mm-hmm. so i haven't yet looked that up still not sure about the glass but we all shouted our mazel tovs. There was some Hebrew chanting, and yeah, it's a good thing. Havan Nagila is a thing that you sing at a bar mitzvah, right, and not a wedding. Or do you sing Havan Nagila at a wedding too? There was a Havan Nagila when we did the uh, picking the people up on the chairs and running them around the room. Yeah, that sounds fun. They were playing some Havan Nagila. He said that you know, I've always liked the Jews. Yeah, they got it going on. They're running everything and everything. I sometimes like to refer to people who aren't Jewish as Gartham instead of Goyim. Huh. In a, in a Gartham wedding, there's just a lot of, like, clacking of claws and sideways dancing. What's a Gartham? Uh, I think the Gartham are those big crab monsters from the Dark Crystal. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking of, like, welcome to Gartham City. Uh, no, the, uh, it's a daikini. If you're not Jew, you're a daikini. Oh, that's right. You're a, a hakuna. 
you're uh, if you're not Jewish, you're a member of Lacuna Coil. Right. Uh, the the Jews are the children of Abraham. The non-Jews are the children of Loakuan. Hmm. Of Hakim Olajuwon. Uh, <laughs> yes, Olajuwon. Do 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 yeah. Well, cool. <laughs> Mazel tov. Um, that's that's neat though. Was there a reception also? Was that was it was it party time or was and also when did you get Jewish friends? Uh, we just have the one. <laughs> He's our Jewish friend. I don't know. He's just always been in the in that particular circle of friends. Other than Is this somebody the, that I know? Uh, yeah, he was at the. Um, he's part of the band. He's the oh, guy okay. with the dark hair and the blue eyes. Plays the accordion. Broke your okay. accordion. <laughs> he didn't guy. break my accordion, really. He taped. He put a bunch of tape on it. Oh well, yeah, he didn't want to have to buy you a new one. That's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. After the after the ceremony, the uh, reception was pretty much. Your standard drink some beers and dance like nobody's watching. Dance the night away. Yep. There was a fellow from Scotland who uh, was there with a girl who had been to Scotland and had brought herself back a fella. And he was quite impressed by uh, the the whole kingdom of loathing thing. Because you see, uh, Jake, when people ask me what I do, I tell them. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's just a thing that I do. He said, wow, that that that's amazing I'm, uh, I'm quite jealous of you and then he went on the dance floor with his sweetheart and it turned out they had met because they both taught uh, like salsa dancing okay so you know once they got the layer of salsa on the floor they danced like crazy and to somebody to somebody like that every song sounds like a salsa song yep was well, your friend you know, they, salsa there they could do all kinds of stuff yeah he didn't dance with salsa at all though sadly that would have been funny right yeah, that's how it just continues to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out to that that uh, Monsterland bar again uh, to have dinner with uh, the animator and his wife, right, and right. the astronaut and his wife, and the time traveler and his wife, right. and, and what's the preacher's what's wife the, without the preacher? Okay, uh, the butcher's wife. What was that one with Demi Moore? And the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Crowded um, table. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so ate uh, probably the best chicken wings that I've had in a large number of years, and the the most bland hamburger I have had in the same period. Uh, and then drank a bunch of beer, and then went home. And then the next day it was a N three RD's birthday, so we went out to the bar, and then. Uh, I did a thing that I had not done in a really long time, which was that I ended up driving home like after the sun was up. Wow! Yeah, which is just weird. We went to we went to an after party at my old house, and uh, and uh, Patrick said, "Do you want some scotch?" And I said, "Sure." And so he brought me like four times as much scotch in a glass as I probably would have poured myself. Oh, so I was wow. like, "Huh? Well, I guess we're sticking around a while." I guess I'm gonna have to drink all this. Hey, yep. There's no other possibility. Uh, but it was, you know, it was a bunch of fun. And then uh, Sunday I just sat at home and played video games all day. And that was also pretty fun. Right on. Um, but yeah, then I got a ton of work done today. We uh, we got this challenge path that we got to work on. And I had nine uh, chunks of it that I had to do. And my goal was to get three done today, three done tomorrow, and three done the next day. Hmm. Uh, so that there would be the remainder of the time to just kind of polish them and fill in the gaps, and I ended up getting seven of them done today. So, 
Excellent. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I also I just found this thing on uh, Wikipedia that I want to talk about before I forget. Uh-huh. Uh, who was it that sent in a? So somebody sent in a. Oh yeah, this player, a blonde named Farty, uh, writes. Uh, what's your favorite name for a group of animals, i.e. a flock of seagulls, pride of lions, etc.? Uh, so I think the real answer to that is, is, a, is a parliament, like of, of owls or of rooks. But I, I started looking at the Wikipedia list of collective nouns. And uh, apparently one of them is a drunk ship of cobblers. Wow. Uh, and then when I clicked on cobbler, I was thinking, was well, that like, just like some kind of animal that I've never heard of? And it just took me to shoemaking. Uh, so then I went to cobbler disambiguation. And apparently cobbler... Uh, short for cobbler's alls is Cockney rhyming slang for balls. So uh, <laughs> that is definitely my favorite uh, collective noun is a drunk ship of testicles. Mm. Boy, that beats me out. I was going to say the Parliament of Ravens or the Murder of Crows. Mm-hmm. I like a susurration of starlings. That's pretty oh, yeah? awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pretty silly ones that I don't know if I believe that they're real. A piousness of doves, no, a piteousness of doves. Piousness, the word for that is piety. Right. Um. A plump of ducks. That's pretty good. Hmm. A pantheon of gods. Okay, these that's not really an animal. It's a horse of a different color. A deceit of lapwings. Huh. Mm-hmm. A pandemonium of parrots. A uh, rooks can also be a a, a a building, a building of rooks. Oh, Parliament is way better. It is. It's no less. It, well, it's it's a little more sensible, right? Because a built. I mean, like, oh, this is a truck of slugs. You know, this this is a sack of wrens. <laughs> I don't know. Because, uh, you know, rooks could be in a building. I'm sure that most uh, of... It seems like most of those are things that some guy went, hey, wouldn't it be cool if the collective noun for this was this? And then just kept using it while everybody said, dude, it, it's not working. Yeah. A, uh, a corners of the chessboard of rooks. That's what I'm going to start saying. Hmm. Uh, man, I was trying to... Uh, I, I learned another cool thing about Chrome today. Which is that your uh, your add-ons also are stored across computers, which is pretty impressive. I, uh, I downloaded that thing that you had told me about that makes it so you can just mouse over the pictures on Reddit and it shows you the picture. Right. Uh, which makes... I, I can now waste time probably 30 times faster. Yeah, you run out of Reddit a lot faster if you're doing that because it turns out anything that doesn't pop up, you just ignore. Yep. Yes, it does. Um... You know, you, you learn a thing every once in a while, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but then I, yeah, I, I, I installed that and then moved to a different computer and it was still there. Oh. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But what's not cool is that I apparently signed up. I, I, I signed up for a Reddit account and I got Jick as a username. At least I think I did. Uh, but I didn't associate my email address with it. So now I can't reset the password and Reddit only lets you try like two passwords before it starts doing this really annoying thing where even if you log in correctly, it rejects it for too high a frequency of logins. It's like the error message that it gives you is off by one. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell 
And one of these one of these days, I wanted to I wanted to write in and do do one of your IMs of things, at like like you know next year or something, because that that seemed like it was a lot of fun for you to do, and so that you can show me up. No, man, mine's not going to be nearly as funny as yours. <laughs> You're way better at that kind of stuff than I am. Uh, but yeah, I, I, so now I don't know what the fuck to do. Hmm. I, I'm, what I'm hoping, maybe there's a listener who works at Reddit and will give me that account back. I'm sure there are some Redditors who will pester mods for you. Nice. Uh, that's probably not a good idea. Who mods Redditor, Reddit? Redditors? Who reds? Who watches Watchmen? Who reads the monitors? Who avenges the Avengers? Hmm. I haven't seen the Avengers yet, have you? No. No, I, I thought about going to see a movie this weekend, but we never really got around to it. I think we were probably going to go see the five-year engagement or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Was that disdain that I heard? Oh, I just... Uh, I'm The only movie I'm going to see anytime soon is the Avengers. Mm, okay. That one looked decent, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's either a sequel to Forgetting Sarah Marshall or like similar. Oh. I don't know what the connection is between those two things, but somebody told me that it existed, and I like Jason Segel. Uh, you know, I just don't care about the Avengers. Like, I, I don't have an excited bone in my body about that. I like. I have not seen Iron Man 2, and I have not seen uh, Captain America. Like, I just had no interest at all in seeing Captain America. It was so good. Really? Yeah. Did you like okay. The Rocketeer? Uh, I've never seen The Rocketeer. Ah. It was done by the same guy, and it was really good. Huh. Uh, is it as good as Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow? It is far better than Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Okay. It had a... I mean, Rocketeer is the closest, but it, I mean, it had, like, the Indiana Jones feel to it. Like, it was a movie made to feel like it was in the 40s, was made in the 40s, that was set in the 40s. So, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess just Captain America has always represented to me everything that is dumb about superheroes, and I've just sort of never really liked superheroes that much. You know, like an Iron Man or a Batman appeal to me. And I guess, I don't know why, but I don't think that Superman is stupid. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Captain America was just like, all right, so it's like dumb suit, jingoism, and uh, his weapon is a shield. But which... the idea is they were trying to, so they were trying to make a whole army of super soldiers. And they end up making him, and then the Nazis come in and smash everything, so he's the only one. So they don't want to make him a soldier, so they dress him in a dumb suit and have him do USO shows until he gets sick of it and makes the suit slightly less dumb and kind of strikes out on his own. Okay. So it starts with the, like, this is... He's kind of a joke, and that's another thing that he has to overcome. I don't know, so that whole movie was set in the 40s, and I'm interested to see the new one where he's been uh, he's come back after being like cryogenically frozen in the 40s and has to figure out what the fuck and then there's Thor all up in his face and there's Iron Man and he's all you're a big man in a suit take that away what are you and Iron Man's all totally awesome 
the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just can't. I can't work up any enthusiasm. Even the even with you telling me and me acknowledging that I would probably be interested in Captain America if I sat down in front of it. Yeah. You know, I still just like eh. It's it's the same thing. Like like I just had no interest at all in seeing uh, Sin City, and then I saw it and didn't really care for it. Yeah, and that, then I just had no interest out. at all in seeing the Spirit and didn't care for that either. Oh, I had. I had been marginally interested in seeing the spirit and then caught a couple of reviews and then one of our upstairs tenants watched it and I sat in for about 10 minutes. It's like, yep, that is insanely bad. And I saw the Ang Lee Hulk movie was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Yeah, it was pretty fucking terrible. Um, And the Edward Norton Hulk movie was like, it was okay until it got real, real stupid as soon as it became all CG. Hmm. So I was just like, well, the first half of that movie had some promise, and then it just was, you know. Yeah, I have at the first time, I'm like, wow, this is really, Hulk this movie. isn't dumb at all. There aren't fucking Hulk poodles. Uh, but then later on, it's like, nope, nope. Turns out it's just dumb, goofy CGI bullshit. Iron Man 2 was really good. I don't care what the internet says. Was it? Yeah. I'm not sure I, the why. People that I've, the people that I've talked to for. about it around here, you know, not on the internet. I mean, I know them on the internet, but I also know them in real life. They say that Iron Man 2 was okay. I really enjoyed the first one a lot. It was quite good. I mean, I, it was more of the same in a good way. Is the second one the one with Mickey Rourke? Yes. Huh. Maybe I have seen it. And Sam Rockwell. Okay. I like Sam Rockwell. I think instead of watching The Avengers, I'll just watch Moon again. And yeah. really, instead of watching anything from now on, I'll just watch Moon and Love Actually. So I enjoyed... I really enjoyed Captain America. I The second Hulk was kind of dumb. The second Iron Man was pretty tight. I thought Thor was really good. I'm one of the few, apparently. That's watched I, that three or four times and thought it was good. Uh, I did not think that it was... bad... I guess hot stuff really did. He finished it and he was like, "Oh, that movie was awful." And I was like, "Well, I mean, I don't I didn't think it was good, but I wouldn't describe it as awful." I think that there are tiers of like levels of superhero movie badness. Like down near the bottom, you've got your like Fantastic 4 and Green Lantern. And then See, uh, I, like I solidly like in the middle. The Fanta- I like the Fantastic 4. Oh, that shit was terrible. Mm, yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, I was able to I was able to just like let myself enjoy that. In a way that, like, I feel like all of the Spider-Man movies were so fucking bad. And, I like, a lot of people disagree with me on that. I liked the first one except for the couple of ridiculous moments. Like, like any time like, Willem Dafoe was on the screen? Yeah, like the Green Goblin getting stabbed in the junk at the end. Like, why did it have to be in the junk? Explain this to me. Because Frank Miller wrote it. The second one was ridiculously stupid but they made Doc Octopus's tentacles talk and so of course it was going to be stupid huh. I don't know they tried to take Doc Octopus seriously and that's that's a bad idea it just doesn't make any sense and I never bothered with the third one was that the one with Venom or whatever yeah with Venom and uh, Thomas Hayden Church as the Sandman hmm Sadly not uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Lola. 
Um, it's funny that Thomas Hayden Church played Lowell on Wings. Uh-huh. I mean, that's not really funny. That's he was funny doing hilarious. it. I like uh, I like him. Yeah, man, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I guess I'll probably go see the Avengers. But Go see some I, Avengers. I'm going to see it tomorrow. We should talk out. We should talk it out on the next show. Fine, fine. Been continuing to watch Archer. Have you seen any of that? And where do you land on it? Saw the whole first season, and I thought it was hilarious. Okay, good. I haven't watched any any more of it since. Riff didn't think it was funny at all, and I think that's because Riff is provably wrong about everything that he believes. Wow, that is not what I would have expected. Yeah, I don't really understand. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, I guess a lot of what's funny about it is just him sort of being mean to women. Uh-huh. And I mean, maybe that doesn't float everybody's boat the way that it floats mine. <laughs> I don't know. There's something to be said for the, like, clueless jackass as ostensible hero of the show. Yeah. Hey, like, he's he's mean to women, but he's never right, you know? Yeah, the women. He's also mean to men and never right. Yeah, and the women give it back to him as as good as they get. Like the female lead is Aisha Tyler, who is definitely not going to take any shit from anybody. Yeah, and I guess her her character is probably the least flawed of any character on the show. Uh-huh. You know, nobody is in great shape. I don't know if it even merits thinking about them as characters, though. It's not really the kind of show it is. Yeah, they're vehicles for jokes. Like, there's really not a lot of continuity between them, I guess. Yeah, people get... Uh, don't people get shot up and then the next scene they're fine? Yeah. Mm, there's no uh, There's no uh, George Michael Bluth. No, there's no Michael Bluth? There's no Michael Bluth to be, like, the audience surrogate. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man, Mr. Skullhead. I, I don't watching? have a lot to talk about. I, uh, I like, actually, uh, I watched. Uh, I've watched an episode and a half of My Little Pony. Oh so yeah, Bronies rejoice! Uh, I, uh, I think it's pretty funny and clever. Is it? And there's like it's not quite as shrill as most kids' entertainment is. So like I would probably keep watching it. I did you watch it with your kid or did you just watch it? I put it on and he watched it for a while. He got bored. But. Uh, uh, I, I still haven't seen the cliffhanger, the end of the second episode, so I'm not what, sure what's uh, going to go on. What would you compare it to? Uh, I would say Powerpuff Girls, but it's not. It doesn't have that like grotesque streak that Powerpuff Girls does. Okay. Um. Other than that, like I don't know. There, there are lots of little references to nerd properties scattered throughout. I mean, I guess it's probably being written by dudes our age. Yeah, women, though. Oh. Is that, or a woman for the first couple. But there, yeah, there's a decidedly nerdy bent to it. Are they all written by the same person, or is it is it one of the... Like, I feel like TV shows in general... And this was the thing that always struck me as really weird, that, like, across a series, individual episodes would be written by different mm-hmm. people... Yeah, and it just strikes me as like I can't imagine. I mean, I guess when when we work on KOL, there's three of us that write 
different things and we have different styles and ideas about where things are going but ours is not a context in which continuity is important right right i mean there's some minor consistencies that we stick to because they're funny but like i i mean especially in like an hbo show like an ongoing thing it's like i would be super pissed if i was writing an episode and then it turns out that somebody did something in the episode previous that was like wow that's really fucking stupid and now i have to suddenly be writing in a world where that stupid bullshit happened and that happens though that's like you just kind of have to figure out a way to roll it in and try and take some of the stupid off it so you get so you have to kind of retcon it like some of the stupid like some of the first season buffy episodes they're canon and they were super dumb so they have to like throw in a line here and there to Try and make it make sense. To make fun of the teacher who was a bug that Xander fucked. Right. I still love that episode. It was... It, I, I thought it was the right kind of stupid. Yeah, I don't remember. It was so long ago. It took me so long to get through that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> oh, ACM wrote in about the Big Bang Theory. He said, like many shows, it suffered from two-dimensionality of characters in the first season, and thus the stereotypes were broader and possibly more offensive than two. Over time, the characters and scenarios got more fleshed out and believable, so while there's still a lot of excitement about a new-in-the-box toy transporter, there's also stuff about dating a friend's sister or expectations on immigrant Indian immigrants. Immigrant Indians. <laughs> the Indians. Pemmican. Pemmican pomegranates. Cormorants. Uh, that are more general in the humorous aspects of the characters are more sitcom humorous. Think Joey from Friends and less geek mockery. Uh, I'm an above-average adapted geek who's always enjoyed the show, but sometimes cringe over, say, the faux-scientific reduction of romance. Some character might talk about mere pheromones acting on the occipital lobe or whatever, but some of the characters are clearly along the Asperger spectrum, so perhaps even that's not so broadly painted. Yeah, I guess I... I guess for my mom's sake, I ought to give it a chance. Hmm. Has she been watching it? Yeah, and trying to get me to for a number of years, and uh, got me the first season or two on DVD for Christmas. Or maybe even for a birthday or a previous Christmas after this amount of time. It all runs together. I'm <clears> sure that there I, are... I read the first three pages of The Hunger Games today. Nice. I'm trying to read that because my girlfriend wants to go see the movie while it's in the theater. Yeah. So I think I can probably finish it by next weekend. So maybe that's what I'm doing next weekend. Oh, I read the, uh, the new Dark Tower book. Huh. I wouldn't have expected you to. Wait, really? Yeah. Huh. Why I would have thought you'd say, well, you know, I really loved the beginning of that series, and the like. I was okay with the ending, but it obviously wasn't of the same caliber, and I don't understand why he would feel the need to go back to that world. Hmm. Because that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> like, I'm not, oh, and, yeah? I, and I liked I... the second run of, more than you did, probably because it was a longer amount of time between reading the first and the second. But, this uh, was uh, better. I would I would put this in quality closer to Wizard and Glass, which while Wizard and Glass was really disappointing to me after, you know, the sort of years and years and years of waiting sure. for it to come out. Although that one was not that wasn't even the long one. Was it or was it? I can't have read it seemed like a really long time between when I read The Wasteland The Wastelands and uh Wizard and Glass, but I I can't have it can't have been more than five years or six years. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, anyway, I don't know. 
<clears throat> I, I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, going back, like Wizarding Glass actually seems pretty good. Maybe it's just compared to the new stuff seems pretty good. Um, I didn't like that it was all flashbacky, uh, and for a long time it didn't seem like the flashback even took place in the same world. Huh. Um, but this one, the new one, it's it's ten pages of them being on the road between Lud and the Kala, and ninety per, you know ninety nine percent of the book is a flashback in which another 50% of the book is a story that's being told inside the flashback. Uh-huh. Um, and it's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it, and there wasn't anything in it that made me mad. I don't That's weird that you wouldn't have expected me to, to even read it, because it's like I still deeply care about that world as established in the first few books. Right. You know? And, I mean, I think that's an example of, of me... My my pretty solid belief that the best way to make a big epic world like that worse is by explaining too much about it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, which I feel like it suffered a little bit as more stuff happened. But I don't know. I mean, you know, I like uh, I like ruins with a robot in them or whatever. Right. You know. And it's good. I mean, I like it's worth reading. It's it's a good story on its own. I'm gonna have to. <clears throat> it's like two stories. One of these days, I should just pick up the entire series and read it all again. It has been so long since I read the first couple of those that I don't remember hardly. I remember hardly anything about them. Hmm. I remember some dude shoving his hand up the junkie's ass to make sure he's not hiding anything. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ, I've got this junky shit all over my hands was a weird thing for me to read when I was, like, 13. Huh. So that's... I don't, really, I don't really remember that yeah. part. Was that in the drawing of the three, I guess? Uh, it must have been. Um, I read the first three probably eight times, so I, I remember a lot about them. Right. Uh, and the last ones, I bought them and read them as they came out, and then I loaned them to somebody and haven't gotten them back yet. And this was like 10 years ago that I loaned them to somebody, so it's probably not happening. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I liked it. Uh, this new one. I'll have to check it out. I'm reading Full Dark No Stars right now, which is the last short story collection he came out yeah. with. And almost done with that. That's pretty good. And I have 112263. Yeah, my mom got me both of those for the last two gift-giving occasions. Books are kind of the only thing left that my parents can give me as a present. Yeah. Unless they find some clothes that they think would fit, or I, I give them a clue, they can just go, okay, what Neil Gaiman or Terry Pratchett or Stephen King doesn't he have? Because, you know, like, I'm out of DVDs, really, to to buy. For a long time, it was Seasons of Buffy and Angel, and that's all yeah. done. So, they like it when they can find something. Yeah, my mom does too, and it's uh, it's it's just harder and harder because I like there's so little. I, I have so many books that I haven't read yet, hmm. you know, that I feel irresponsible buying books or acquiring new books without having taken a chunk out of the back catalog. Right, and it's kind of the same way with television, and and especially because most of that is just digital now. Yeah. yeah. Did the Avengers end up? I guess it did, right? That's why we saw all this stuff. Did it, like, break opening weekend records? 
Yeah, it did 200 million. Mm. Which is more than even the last Harry Potter did. Reddit is full of people saying like, oh yeah, I guess piracy is really taking a chunk out of your revenue, huh, movie industry? Which is, uh, is frustrating to me. Well, when you have people going around saying nobody goes to movies anymore... And then yeah. a whole bunch of people I mean, go to a movie, like you know. You I, say, I think that the there. reason the reason that anybody ever says piracy is wrong because it takes money away, you know, from the movie industry, is because they're talking to people who don't just innately believe that stealing things is wrong, or that they have an obligation to pay for something that somebody else produces and wants to charge money for. And and so it's it frustrates me because it's like the fact that you can demonstrate that something does no harm does not mean that it is okay. Sure. And so acting like okay, so this data that suggests that it does no harm means that it's not wrong of them to ask us not to steal, or you know that it's not. Yeah, that it's not that it is wrong of them to ask us not to steal stuff, and that's well. What if, they're, I do. if their main reason for asking is that it's harming their business, and it turns out it's not, then at the very least they've got to come up with another argument, right? But I mean, you know, if you want to borrow your neighbor's lawnmower, and the reason he says no, and the reason that he gives you doesn't make any sense, that doesn't mean that it's okay for you to steal his lawnmower. Is it okay right? for because me to? Like, well, is it okay for me to go over to his house and make a exact copy of his lawnmower so that he still has his, and now I have one that's just like it? Eh, you know. That's why piracy I mean, is not stealing. Right. It's sure. not stealing because the person you steal it from still has it. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it, I, I it's think a different we, class of we, we thing. differ. We differ on on this on some level that I just I I cannot understand. I mean, it wouldn't be stealing if somebody duped Mister A's because they're not taking anything away from anybody, and and yet, you know, and somebody somebody who would would never have given us any money duping a Mister A isn't costing us anything, right? But still, me saying I look I. I don't want you to do this makes it wrong for you to do it. Well, and so you regardless of whether the, regardless of whether the movie people are assholes or not, they own this stuff and they get to decide what we do with it. And but, but they, they don't, don't want us to torrent it and watch it for free, so it is wrong for us to do so. I mean, that's But I, I mean the whole thing is they don't get to say anymore really. I mean, I'd so like to know to, what happened that made it so they no, they no longer own the things that they make, because I don't remember that being a thing. Because it's no longer possible for them to. You can't... That's not a bell that you can unring. So, like, I, I don't pirate a whole bunch of stuff, but it seems to me that if they weren't so busy trying to keep people from doing something that they're never going to stop people from doing, they could come up with some decent solutions that would make things more convenient for me instead of inconvenient. Okay, but that doesn't mean that it's right to do it before they've before they've done so, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. Like you get like it, it's it's like saying if I don't if I don't steal this wallet that's laying on the ground, somebody else will steal it, so it's not wrong for me to do it, because that ship has already sailed. As soon as that wallet was dropped, 
it was out there. The, the horse was out of the barn. Would it be okay to pick up that wallet and look at it and go home and make a copy of it? I, man, you can't use a stealing metaphor because it's not stealing. <laughs> and if your morality is based, like your morality isn't based on what Jesus said, I know that, so it's based on what social order and what does the least harm. So what is the harm of pirating a movie that you weren't going to buy? You watched it and they didn't want you to. Because the person, the person who owns the movie, the person who made the movie, the person who funded the movie, and the person who is responsible for the movie existing has a deal in the offer offering. And that deal is you pay for this movie and you can watch it. And so being in violation of, of that deal means that I'm... Like and I, so I won't say a thief. I won't say that I'm stealing it. But I'm, I mean, so here's the thing: it doesn't take anything away from somebody if you sneak into the movie theater and watch a movie. Do you believe that sneaking into a movie theater and watching a movie is wrong? Because you're not stealing anything. Because nobody else didn't get to see the movie because you did that. Are you putting the movie chain, theater chain out of the business? Is everybody doing it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, I, th- I think that it does, though. If, okay, say I wanted to loan you a movie that I have. And would I need to put it in the mail to you so that you could then have the disc and play it? Or would it be enough for me to point you to a torrent and then promise to not watch my copy until you watched it and then deleted it? This is weird shit. This is shit that's so worth I, thinking about. I know, I know it is, and I, and I, it, it is infuriating that the argument always devolves into these bullshit technicalities instead of instead of actually addressing the the issue, which is I don't know. There is a thing in the world that costs money, and if I don't pay for it, I don't deserve it. Like that. That is that is to me just like a fundamental rule of my morality. Right. It doesn't matter whether it's actually taking anything away from somebody. I am I am not playing by the rules and I can say the rules don't make any sense because because they don't. I mean, the world the world has changed and old models of doing things are struggling to catch up with them. But that does not justify me getting something that costs money without paying the money that it costs. Do you ever turn right on red when the sign says no right on red I know you do all the time that's a rule it doesn't make sense to you so you choose not to follow it right do you ever drink a beer in your car you're right you're right you're absolutely right that there are all of these things that I care very strongly about one of the things that I care very strongly about and therefore absolutely refuse to do something that I, I believe is so obviously unethical that I just want to hit people for trying to justify it is fucking stealing intellectual property. Like it we make we make nothing for a living, Mr. Skullhead, you and I make fucking nothing. It is trivial for it to be duplicated. It is trivial for it to be taken away without people giving us anything for it. But if they did that it would be wrong and it would be hurting us. It would be hurting us because a world in which you can't trust people to hold their end of a bargain up that you're offering them is is a world that's not going to take care of you. 
Like it, it's what it, it, tell me tell me how you could justify somebody duping Mr. A's. It probably doesn't hurt us. The reason why they don't is that we're not assholes. Our business model is predicated on us not being assholes and us providing a number of ways for so people to... So is it to, okay to no, murder somebody if they're an asshole? Us for... Jeez. Uh, and because we provide a number of ways for people to get our shit other than paying for it. We don't have to do that, but we would make less money if we did. If we didn't. Because we understand that this is the new business model, that people give us money because they like us. People don't rip us off because they like us. The people who don't like us, we give them enough ways to get the shit that they don't have to rip us off. And that is why it works. So if there's a, like, if there's a <coughs> TV series things, that is out of all print, of those things because... True would not make it right for them to rip us off. But it, it would make it entirely more likely and, and quite frankly understandable. And if we are smart, we make it so they don't feel like they need to. This, the world of intellectual property is so fucked that I have a hard time... You know, you know, like, for a long time you couldn't buy Daria on DVD because they couldn't clear the licenses for the music. So instead of, you know, everybody wanted too much money for it, so nobody got any money for it, and I torrented that entire series because nobody would let me buy it. That's just ridiculous. <clears throat> and edge cases like that don't make it okay to torrent the Avengers. I wouldn't torrent the Avengers. I want to see it in the theater. But a lot of people would, and they would give it the exact same justifications that you're giving. I mean, it, it like... I mean, it just it just it just sickens me. It sickens me that you can do what we do for a living, and I, in this brave new world, it is. You, I mean, you, you're basically saying inevitability means moral correctness. No, that's and, not what I'm saying. I'm. We're talking about a business model, and the reason that people say this is wrong is that it harms my business model. And if it doesn't harm your business model, that's not why I'm then saying it's, it's not wrong. wrong. That's not why I'm saying it's wrong. I mean, once they introduced Spotify in the UK, I believe, piracy went down because there was finally the streaming option. It took okay, them two more years to bring it, it but here. That didn't make it right because when it was still happening to make the deal. They were so concerned about piracy that they wouldn't bring this thing over that would actually stop piracy. It turns out if you give people a reasonable alternative then they will take it. But that's the thing. You would say, we don't get to say what's reasonable. The people who create the property well, not the people who create the property the people who distribute the property get to say what's reasonable because it's theirs. But that's just not how it works anymore. The people who consume the property get to say what's reasonable and it's you either work something out and you capture the majority of your audience or you try to fuck them and then you get fucked in return. No, or you are fucked because you are at the mercy of a goddamn mob of selfish children. That's why the Avengers made $200 million at the box office. I mean, obviously people are still going to theaters. 
people are still buying DVDs, people are still buying Blu-rays, people are, you know, once Amazon Music and iTunes. And I don't know who you're arguing with because I never never once brought that up as a justification. In fact, this entire conversation was predicated on me saying that I think that's a, it is a, a distraction from the actual issue at hand. Well, nobody else but you is saying it's because it's wrong is why you shouldn't do this. The people who are telling me not to do it are saying, don't do it because it's killing the industry. And that's right, just because not you be, Right, because them telling you that it was wrong, you just wouldn't believe it. Because you will act in your self-interest, which is to get shit for as little money as you can, as conveniently as you can. And if you can't have it through legitimate channels, then you'll get it through illegitimate channels. Because the important thing is that you get the fucking TV show. Or that you get the movie. True. I mean, and that's fucked up. How that is, is that like selfish. Up? That is selfish in a way that makes the world worse for everyone. And it's fucked up. That is demonstrably not true, though. It is selfish in a way that makes Napster give way to Kazaa, give way to LimeWire, give way to Amazon MP3. The reason that you can buy MP3s at a reasonable rate and store them in the cloud and play them wherever you want is piracy. That doesn't make piracy inherently not evil. It doesn't... It, it No, the fact that it's inherently not evil makes it not evil. Evil? He George W. Bush? Evil? Okay, wrong. Immoral. Unethical. Wrong. Explain to me how it is unethical. <clears throat> let's go back to sneaking into the theater explain to me how it's any different than sneaking into a theater and then tell me if you think it's okay to sneak into a theater it just wouldn't occur to me to sneak into a theater because I can buy the ticket for $9 if the ticket was $30 I would sneak into a theater or I just wouldn't go so if they want to keep people going to movie theaters then you gotta keep the prices down like, this is a, just an interesting new twist on capitalism, is if you try to fuck people hard enough, you're going to fail. So, do you think that if they raise the price of... Do you think that there is a price point at which a candy bar would be morally justifiable to shoplift? And uh, I mean, I get it. If I, I could make a, a copy bar, of the candy bar... I get bar. that a fucking candy bar is not... You're not taking anything away when you watch a movie without paying for it, but... But you don't believe that because you keep coming up with counterexamples that hinge on the thing that you take being gone. There being a monetary value tied to this tangible thing. If you were a musician playing a show at a bar, how would you feel if you said, all right, I'm playing the show, it's five bucks, and somebody snuck in and didn't pay their five bucks? Is that well, justified? I would because be glad they that could say they could say five bucks is way too much for some song I've never heard. Fuck it, I'm just sneaking in the back door. I would be glad that they heard my song, and that tends to be true for every musician that's not already a millionaire. I mean, the the overwhelming sentiment among independent musicians is "fuck yes, share my shit." Okay, on the fucking internet, I'm talking about at a show. Do I think it it would not bother me at all? If half do you think it would bother? Do you think that it would bother Damien if people snuck into his shows without paying for a ticket? I can't speak for Damien. I mean, so it wouldn't bother you. If I know it doesn't five, bother him. If, that would it bother you if five hundred people snuck in the back door of KOLCon? 
they're not taking anything away by being there. The show's still happening. If they don't, are they not drinking anything or eating anything? It, it doesn't matter, Josh. They're not paying the fucking ticket price that we, the people who are putting on the event, have decided that they owe us if they want to participate in our event. I don't know how upset Damien would be, to be honest. Because I'm asking you. He, he doesn't get upset about people sure. downloading his shit because then they come to his shows and then they buy shit from him and they pay him money and he makes a living. And I am proposing taking another look at that sentiment by comparing it to something that is functionally identical or near enough to functionally identical to be worth considering. You know what? If we threw a show in a room that had an infinite capacity and half of the people in there didn't bother to pay and only the people who liked us paid and we covered our expenses, that would not be a problem to me at all. And it would end up it would end up being a better party because there were that many people there. <clears throat> if we had if I, snuck space, into, if I snuck into a movie theater just because I didn't want to pay the cost of the ticket, I would think that I was a fucking asshole. And you know, I I, I don't maybe that maybe there's something wrong with my moral compass. No, I think there's something wrong with that analogy. You think there's something wrong with the analogy of sneaking into a theater without paying? Yeah. I mean, you basically... Because movie theaters have seats. Because you you basically are going to shoot down... Okay, but you can make every single justification you can make. So it's only unethical if the theater's full. No. Like... If the theater was infinitely big... And a thousand people who could happily pay their $50 ticket were already in there. If another 12,000 people watched the movie too, I think it would probably still be okay. Because the point of the thing is, for them, is to make money. And making the money to cover your shit, making the money to have it be a huge box office success, if you're already doing that, the people who weren't going to pay your $50 ticket, you didn't lose $50 for every person that came in because they well, wouldn't have paid it. My, if my, had mora- a, if my morality is not, is not door, based on money. My morality is not based on money. My morality is based on, is based on honesty and m- mutual lack of, of harm. And if and somebody steals a fucking... No if, somebody, if, somebody makes, if somebody dupes a Mr. Accessory, they are harming me. Maybe they're not harming me financially, but they're hurting my fucking soul. Which is why, if they do it, I am justified in destroying their account. Of course you are. Because it is fucking wrong for them to come in and fuck with my shit, not under my rules. Like, I remember this when this came up, when I said something about American Idol. Where I made every attempt to pay for it and it was not available anywhere because of two people being too greedy about licensing and so yeah I downloaded them and watched them and that got all over you and it got all over hot stuff and it's I have a hard time seeing that at all it's like it's broadcast on the air if I turned on my TV and set up a camera pointed at my TV and recorded it and watched it back did I do something wrong? 
It's already coming to my house for free. Sure, and so is the Avengers. If I so is fucking so is fucking Daria. I mean, if I TiVo it and fast forward through the commercials, am I doing something wrong? Do you watch every trailer in front of every DVD because the price of the DVD is lower because they can put trailers on it? How much are you stealing from people? If you read a magazine, do you read every ad? It's not against the rules not to. That's the contract. People who make TV will tell you that if you fast forward the commercials, you're cheating them. So if somebody says that to you, does it make it so you can't fast forward the commercials again? Or do you think, fuck that guy? No, I think that, I think that it would be wrong of me to do it. If the people, if the people in charge... Right, well, the, the guy in charge of one of the major networks, I believe, said that specifically. If you skip the commercials on your TiVo, you're stealing from us. Right. So you'll never do that again. I mean, you don't have. You know, and they'd probably say the same thing about flipping to another channel when a commercial is on, and you know, uh, it's whatever. I mean, mean, the people who run the music industry said it is not okay for you to rip your CDs to your hard drive. Then they said, "No, just kidding, it's okay." Then they said, "Oh no, wait, it's not okay to rip your CDs to your hard drive." All of the music that you own that's from a major label. They sure. would much prefer it if you hadn't ripped it, if you had just bought bought it again from iTunes. Sure. The way sure. that you had to go from cassettes to CDs, but you don't do that. No, you're right. You're you draw it, I'm a, you draw I'm, an I'm, arbitrary I'm line. I'm no, converted. I'm just telling I'm you, you're drawing an arbitrary line and standing on one side of it and going, "You I sir, mean, disgust me." Like fucking every seriously? every like it's there. There's no way to define morality without drawing a fucking arbitrary line. Arguing about where the arbitrary fucking line is is how it works so I mean y- you know what you're right my my morality is totally arbitrary yep. but you know it, I mean, uh, I mean it, let's just me say I'm taking some fucking biblical clues and I am not that. willing to steal video games from people because I would not like it if somebody stole video games from me oh wait I'm sorry I can't say the word fucking steal because a convenient fucking semantic shortcut it's not is, semantic. Is making it so you can't it is a fucking fun- talk about it. It's a fundamentally different thing to make a copy of something than to steal it. Sure. I would not give a shit if somebody came into my house and made a 3D printed copy of my, like, Sandman statue. I would be pissed as hell if they came in and took the statue. Alright. I mean, if we're talking about, like, I won't pirate video games because I don't want to hurt the people doing it, and I won't pirate movies... Because I don't want to hurt those people. But hey, they said that they wanted me to rebuy my entire music catalog. I'm not fucking doing that. I'm just ripping the CDs. They didn't make it so I couldn't. And I'm saying, I don't like stealing from people. I don't, you know, I'll go ahead and use stealing. I don't like stealing from people. I don't like making it so people don't get money. I enjoy paying for my entertainment. And so I will make an effort to go through legitimate channels to get it. And if it's ridiculous, then sure, I will pirate it. And see, that is, that to me and is And to you that seems fundamentally different. It is. And you're standing it is on funda- one side It is fundamentally different line. because, because your fucking defiance doesn't mean anything without any sacrifice. And when you get to watch the fucking TV show anyway, then you're not sending them the message that you should be sending them. 
and you certainly, you sure as shit cannot act like it makes you some kind of fucking hero, which is what everybody on the internet does. You don't, no. but it, it's... And I wouldn't. I don't think that there's... It's like saying, I, it's like it's like this fucking... Pro, like, and again... I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story that has to do with shoplifting. I'm not trying to compare piracy to shoplifting. I'm trying to compare one moral act to another moral act. <clears throat> you can say, I refuse to shop at Walmart because I don't like their politics. Whatever, right? Sure. That does not make it okay for you to shoplift stuff from Walmart, right? It doesn't make it okay for you to get all of the benefits of playing ball with them and none of the downsides of playing ball with them, which is that you've paid for something. And it's kind of the same deal, right? Like, oh man. But I'm saying the reason why Spotify and Amazon MP3 and no DRM on iTunes exists is because of the people who said, fuck you, we're not doing this. Okay, and the reason that some medical procedures exist is because of Nazis operating on Jews, right? And the reason the reason that the internet exists is because of fucking nuclear war. Like, none of those things... Like, you can't ends justify the means and individual behavior. Like, it is... It is no more significant of a moral failure than jaywalking, let's say. But it's still not right. But then, like I'm saying, all of these like traffic rules and DUI rules that you don't feel like following, that's fine. But when it comes to this shit, you're talking about these inherently it's, immoral acts and these evil look, acts. It's, and it's, it's almost like I'm a flawed and contradictory <laughs> human being. Then you should be less self-righteous about this, is what I'm saying. Have your no, opinion no, about it. No, I don't fucking Jesus. think so. Because I make a living making intangible creative goods. And so, no, I, of fucking everybody, I get to be goddamn self-righteous about this. If you're looking at it realistically, though, you make a living servicing a user base and not fucking them. And you should be pissed when people fuck other user bases. It should not bother you at all if somebody sticks it to EA. I that will never happen to you I because you're not fundamentally. An I fundamentally disagree with you. It doesn't. You arbitrarily disagree with me. No, I fucking don't, man. Is it okay to steal from assholes? It's not. Stealing. It is. Is it okay to punch an asshole in the face? Is it, it should it be less illegal to punch an asshole in the face than to punch a nun in the face? I kind of think it would come down to... You get a lighter sentence, at least. Because, right. yeah, there is a difference. There's a difference between a skinhead calling you, you know, like, calling you a spick because they think you're Puerto Rican or something, and a nun who is just walking by with the orphans. But what it comes down to, and the law is, that too. you're saying you're saying that to me, if I if I don't believe that it is wrong to pirate a game from EA, then I am not allowed to believe that it is wrong for somebody to pirate a game from me, and I fundamentally do because I made the fucking thing, and I'm the one who gets to decide. But you're not. But you're I not, am. You're not anymore. <laughs> 
That's what I'm talking about when I say that is a bell you can't unring. You can't just make something and go right. and you set a price but, but, for it. You know what else? We need a fucking privacy policy. We need to come into compliance with COPPA. We need a fucking EULA on everything we're But you know what? No, we goddamn don't. I don't care that that's the way the fucking world works. That is not the way the world that I operate in works. If I make a thing and I put it on the internet and I say, hey, it's $10 for you to have a copy of this thing, and you get a copy of it without having $10, you have done something fucking wrong, and I am the one who gets to fucking decide that. And I would be well within my rights to just take my ball and go home and not make any more games. Sure. And I'm not going to because I'd be better off not doing it, but that doesn't fucking make it right. And it is not a goddamn justification for being selfish and wanting something without wanting to fucking pay for it. Okay. And people can sit around acting like they have a fucking obligation to take something that is mine without paying me for it, but fuck them. No, they goddamn don't. And no, I'm not that guy. But I am I saying that it and is. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking what about I'm the saying people, is that it's a I'm world that is. posting this shit on Reddit because, oh, look at how much money the movie company made. Guess it's not wrong for me to steal from them. No, what they had said is, I guess they're wrong when they say that piracy is killing their business. Right, and my argument... Which is demonstrably the, the, true. The very beginning of this was the only reason that they have to frame it that way is because nobody will buy it when they present what I think is the actual ethics of the situation. If you can't convince them that doing it is wrong, then you have to convince them that it is doing some kind of harm so that they will conclude that it is wrong. But I just believe that it is wrong, which is why... Any justification that involves proving that it doesn't do any harm is totally irrelevant to the discussion. Because I think it is just innately wrong to pirate stuff. And that's that's where all of this frustration comes from. Right? Sure. And it, that no amount of consequence-based argument is going to sway me. Well, it's not... Okay, so we're not talking consequence-based. We're talking about... You said it should be that you can say i made this thing you can have it for ten dollars if you don't want it for ten dollars fuck you and that is the way the world has worked for a very long time but that is not how things work now and if you are somebody who's creating shit and is smart like we are like say louis ck is like humble indie bundle is like radiohead is right you put i'm not finished right you put it on the you put it out there and you said hey i made this thing if you like it i would love it i understand how the fucking internet works i understand how to make money by giving something away for free by trying to be good at it and do things that are good you don't have to fucking explain this to me it doesn't make it right but the fact that the world has changed does not make piracy right it kind of does nothing has changed about that act what has changed is everything. Scarcity and physical media are gone. If your business model operates on that, you're going to have a bad time. If you try to put up barriers between the people who enjoy your stuff and the people who make the stuff as a distributor, you're going to have a bad time. I don't. Think and the, the sooner that people figure that out, the better it is scarcity. for everyone. I, I don't think that the models ever depended on physical scarcity for stuff like that, for entertainment products. I mean, the, nobody ever believed that they were paying for a pound of paper when they bought a book. 
Like, but there was not there was not an easy mechanism for duplicating it and passing it along. Okay, but the existence of an easy method for duplicating it and passing it along doesn't change the fucking arrangement. It does entirely change the fucking arrangement. It makes it so does if you want to survive in this world, there is a new set of rules that you're going to have to play by. And if you don't like that, yeah, you can, you know, Penguin can stop publishing books, and MGM can stop making movies, and, you know, Stephen King can stop writing books because people, some people are stealing them. We could not put out Word Realms because 80% of the people who play it are probably going to steal it. Or we can take what we get, we can offer a reasonable price, we can be reasonable people, and not be which is, about which it, is and clearly, we can make a living, which is and that's clearly cool. what should do. Which is clearly what cool. we should do, and it's clearly and it's what fine. we're going to do. But if and somebody plays Word Realms and doesn't pay for it, they are a fucking asshole thief who has done something wrong. They are a person who is now enthusiastic about your property. Fuck them! They are a fucking thief who has taken something that they didn't deserve. But they're also a member of your fan base, and their $5 is not as important as their eyeballs. And they're Facebook-like. Fuck them. They are fucking thieves. If Louis C.K. had said, if you don't give me $5 for this, fuck you, you're a fucking thief, I don't think he would have done as well as he did. You don't think he believes that about people who pirated it? Because I bet he does. Would he rather have $3 million than two? Sure. But so can you he, can you do you knew, think that there is a single person on earth that you can point to that downloaded that fucking Louis C.K. special and didn't pay for it and that you don't think that they're an asshole? Is it some fucking inalienable right that you get to watch a goddamn Louis C.K. special and if you don't get to pay what he's charging for it, if you can't pay what he's charging for it, if it's like oh, it's too inconvenient to pay what he's charging for it. That that's uh, that's okay. See to me, I somebody who's looking you I in the in eye a, and I, asking you not to do something, and then you fucking do it because you want to watch a funny video and you don't want to pay five dollars for it. That's okay, dude. To me, I would say that dude is an asshole because it's only five dollars. If he had made it fifty dollars, I probably would have gone in together with like ten friends and we would each pay five bucks and then we download it once and watch it. That is. Did we rip him in, off? That is an insane is dick? basis for morality. Well, you're talking about a morality where there's no harm done, which is one of the precepts of morality, and there's no property missing, which is one of the commonly accepted precepts for morality. And in the absence of harm, you're claiming some kind of intangible thing based on what you feel. Is that any less insane? I mean, I'm pretty sure that morality is always going to boil down to intangible things that people feel. Like, it... Well, no. It's wrong to kill someone because it does harm to someone. It's wrong to take somebody's property because then they don't have it anymore. It's wrong to enslave somebody and make them work for you for free because then you've taken away their liberty. Even if it doesn't do them any harm? I mean, that you, you've just harm. decided you've decided that liberty, which is kind of an imaginary thing, is is a thing that is That's not an imaginary thing. It is harmful. Okay. Like you're you're stuck on my farm and you can't leave. If you would prefer to leave, that's harming you. I mean, what if everywhere else on earth is on fire? Still? The only place that you're not suffering grievous bodily harm is on my farm. But it's still unethical for me to not pay you to be on the farm. I mean, it... It, it gets a little <sighs> silly, doesn't it? Man, it's not... 
I mean, I don't have a problem with you feeling how you feel, except when it comes down to, and you're an asshole because your line is six inches to the left of mine. Sure. If in everything you did in every way, you always followed the, the precepts of the people who were in charge of it, then I would have no trouble saying, you're right, dude, you are just morally superior to me. That's cool. But you're acting like my line is more arbitrary than yours, and that's really strange. No, I'm acting like your line is a little more hypocritical than mine, because... But it's not, because you've already admitted that you do several things that are in violation of your own code of ethics. Sure. 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 We're all hypocrites. We're all assholes. You want to take Don't a steal video games. Listeners, don't steal video games. If you steal video games, you're an asshole. I've never downloaded a video game. Yeah, this is you don't like video games that much. I have pirated Photoshop in the past. Don't ever use that for anything work-related. No. But it's like... There's a, a weird thing when, like... I need to use this thing and it costs $600. I mean, I don't think you need to use it. That's and, and that's, that's for what me it comes is like, I mean, you want you want to use it. You don't need to. Like before there was open office, like I need to use a word processing program for school and it's $100 to buy it. And or it's free to go, use, well it, it's free to go use a licensed copy at the computer lab at the school. You just want to use it. You don't need to. You don't even need to have a computer to go to college. You just want it. It's some convenience that you want, but you don't want to pay what it costs. It's like turning right on red. <laughs> sure. Sure. Except I, I'm not a person who, like, everything that I care about and think about all fucking day is traffic lights. Whereas I am a person who has dedicated my life to producing intangible intellectual property for other people that I make a living off of. And that's why that's more important to me. It's more important to me because it's more important to me. I mean, yeah. But there are, I'm just saying there are hundreds of people who are doing the same thing you are and don't have those feelings. Okay. There's, there's a guy who, you know, say Cory Doctorow writes a book and he releases it as a physical book and then an ebook with no DRM and then posts the whole goddamn thing in PDF and HTML for download. Right. So, so by all means, let's, let's take our cues on how we feel about the ethics of copyright from moderates like Cory fucking Doctorow. But like, Cory, does Cory Doctorow makes his living? Like, he, is, he has skin in this game, so his opinion might be worth something. Cory Doctorow would be an asshole if he bit-torrented a movie. Alright, I guess I'm an asshole. I mean, I think if, if Cory Doctorow illegally downloaded a fucking ebook, he would be an asshole and a hypocrite. I mean... I, when, I, when I say that somebody is an asshole, what I am saying is... This person does things that if I did them, I would feel like an asshole, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not like an absolute judgment. I mean, I don't really think that you're an asshole. Sure. 
But you do you do a bunch of stuff that I would feel like an asshole if I did it. Yeah, like my wife. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your line there is no, I wouldn't regret that shit at all. Yeah. I don't know. Movies are in a weird category, like for me. Before like, before there was Redbox and before there was Netflix streaming, it was just it's kind of like I have a Netflix account, I could check out this DVD or my friend has this DVD I could go over to their house and borrow it let's just pretend I did hey Matt don't watch that DVD because I'm borrowing it right now sure it's weird and there are all these weird little things going on here and uh, I don't know I still believe that the more the more like file sharing happens the more people go huh our business model doesn't work. We should figure out a new one, and then we get cool shit. No, I absolutely and agree. And we pay for it, like Netflix I, look, streaming. I, 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 I absolutely, I absolutely agree with you, one hundred percent. I agree with you. Except but for the people who are doing it are dicks. No, I don't. I don't think that that is a moral justification for doing it. Okay. Because I think it is wrong to do it, and so you don't none, do it and none sure. of the arguments that anybody has ever made to justify it change that okay well they're all just things like it's okay it's okay to yeah i mean you know that's the thing like you can't say steal because it's not stealing you're making a copy you can't say it does harm because well they're still making plenty of money can't possibly have done any harm you know and you can say that fucking used video games i think it's morally wrong to buy used video games and a lot of people would just call me crazy for believing that and so fine i'm crazy well that's true like it's just a thing that i feel very strongly about if you've if you've shopped at bookman's and bought used books you're taking money out of the hands of the author you're consuming your work no you're right reading a book in a library doesn't do the author any favors except for making you a fan yeah except that they're and when you check out a book at a library nobody else can use it until you bring it back yeah. And you would say somebody you know, bought it. The library bought it. How many hundred people get to read it because somebody bought it before it's bad? A and, handful over time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. That's so the there's thing, like, there's some arbitrary distinction there. You can go, you can go and read a book at the library without paying for it or you can pay for the convenience of reading the book at home, but you can't have the convenience of reading the book at home without paying for it. Like you pay for things at the library? What? No. Right. <laughs> you you check it, so you check it out. I, I, I meant right. reading it at the library. I mean, like going to somebody's house and watching a DVD. And it's sure if you if you went to the library and just took a book and tucked it under your arm and ran out the door, then you're getting around mm-hmm. the system. And for some reason, I would think that makes you more of a dick. But then I keep coming back to like money is important to me in a different way and it's just like well it's free why would you do that it's five bucks why would you do that like what game of thrones is fifty dollars for a fucking stream are you serious can i rent it no huh i mean see and that's the point at which you just don't get to watch it like and ten ten years ago that would have been true for you to say i'm not gonna watch this because I'm not willing to pay what you're charging for it is a different thing than 
I'm going to watch this, and I'm not going to pay what you're charging for it. I think right? it should and be. I'm going, knows, to, I'm going to watch this, hurt, and if you would let me knows, give you money for it, it I would. doesn't hurt anything, you know, but I think it's wrong. See, to me, it's saying, I'm going to watch this, and you can either get money from me or not. And whether that's right or wrong, that is the... That's the new equation. Do you want some money or do you want no money? Right. And again, and they I'm keep not saying, saying we I'm not want saying more that money. That's not the new equation. Then you want I'm just to saying pay. that that whether it's right or wrong is what I'm talking about, and I personally it's, believe that it's wrong. Whether it's right or wrong is up to you. For you. Yep. Because I don't want people to steal from me in this way that I think of as stealing. If somebody does it to me, then. I can't do that to other people without being a hypocrite, mm-hmm. no matter what the circumstances are. And and I kind of go... So I don't. People are going to steal from us in a way that doesn't affect our ability to make a living no matter what, so this is the world that we're in. Well, I don't want to watch Game of Thrones bad enough to throw to my com- arms up like Yeah, and to compromise your ethics. Absolutely. I'm not saying I'm watching Game of Thrones. Who has the time? It's just weird. Like, the the good things that BitTorrent does, like, there are... There's a set of DVDs that the BBC put out that, that are a bunch of obscure Shakespeare plays that were staged. And they priced them to sell to schools and libraries, so there are, uh, like, a hundred bucks per DVD. And you just... You can't have them. I'm... You can't... I don't think you can even buy them if you live in the U.S. But I've seen some of them now because of BitTorrent. And I was never, ever going to buy them. And they should be seen. Like, I keep seeding them on BitTorrent because they should be seen. And nobody's watching them now. All right. Well, I mean, where we where we differ is... is I You think that you believing that they should be seen is what justifies the moral behavior. And I think that whether the people who own them think that they should be seen is what justifies the moral behavior. Huh. What, if they're, mean, because, what if they're wrong? Because then they're wrong. All kinds of people are wrong in I mean, the world. And like, it means, it, if it, it means that no 13-year-olds can jack off to heavy metal because they won't clear the soundtrack, then yeah, like, the kid who bootlegged heavy metal was a, a fucking hero in Prescott, Arizona. Not can you not agree releasing, that, it, that not, it's bullshit? Not letting people like the world does not have this entitlement to jack off to heavy metal. Like that's the that is don't you that think is it's the crazy that, thing. Don't you think and it's you, better that it be seen than not seen? Don't you think the people who created that movie would rather people see it than not? Because these are not the creators of these these properties that are making these decisions. I don't know, man. Would, I had a VHS would, of a... It would, it would be better if you could buy it, but that doesn't make it okay to get it without paying for it. Well, you see, information wants to be free, Jay. Yeah, and I mean... I it, know, it's I'm just like everybody, with you with that Everybody one. is acting like they're fucking Robin Hood when what they want is to jack off to heavy metal. Sure. And maybe they would pay for it, maybe they wouldn't, but it's not... Their 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 primary motivator is that they want to jack off to heavy metal, not not that they're trying to make the world a better place. 
And and as a secondhand effect from them doing that, the world becomes a better place. People go, wow, they're trading bootleg copies of this movie like crazy. We should figure our shit out and release an official version. I mean, that wouldn't have happened. There wouldn't have been, like... Sure, but I just... I. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I am comfortable saying that I believe that the ends justify the means. Sure. Reg Neely wants me to bring up the high cost of college textbooks. And dude, I have to admit, if I were in college now, I would never, ever, ever buy a new textbook. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't buy. Uh, like, I, I, don't I would think say that, that the entire time that I was in college, there were maybe three classes where I needed the textbook. I don't think that I would. I probably wouldn't torrent a textbook just because it's not as convenient, but I will sure as fuck go on half.com and buy that, like we just did for Jess's books. There was an $80 book that was a 120-page softcover book, and you know, maybe that price reflects what you have to do to make a book like that. Yeah, I mean, the but thing, the thing to do about that situation you know? is to is to bring the monopolies down that allow that to happen, right? I mean, we... Like, and you could nobody say one of the nobody ways thinks that, you that that's that. good, but you have to you have to go through you have to go through legitimate channels to lodge a legitimate complaint against that, and and that's the thing. Like everybody just everybody just buying books secondhand or everybody just pirating those books is just going to make the situation worse. It's not solving the real problem. Yeah, you know, and I guess your 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 thinking is that well, if everybody stole it, then they would eventually figure out a way to do it in a way that was fairer, so that they would make more money. I mean, yeah, people believe that, that, that they, people believe that they have to go to college, and nobody who buys those is paying for them themselves. And so it's a it's a situation where it is just ripe for the abuse of a market that's not really free. You, you know, I mean the yeah. the prices that in that that doctors charge to insurance companies versus versus individual patients or whatever. I mean, you know... The, like, the more money that you have behind you when you go into a hospital, the less you end up having to pay. <clears throat> Is that true? It It's astounding to see hospital bills. I was under the impression that, are like, that the reason that those bills were so high was because they were being billed to insurance companies and that, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe I have the opposite... Uh, view of what's going on there than what's actually going on. Maybe they charge you th- ten times as much if you don't have insurance. Well, what like, I see is like this five day hospital stay would we're billing one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Your insurance company has a deal with them because of their purchasing power, so they negotiate down forty thousand of that. So they the insurance company pays you know sixty thousand, and you the consumer pays twenty thousand. But if you didn't have insurance, you would have to pay the inflated price that has the bargaining room with the insurance company built in, and you don't get to bargain. So I'd, every time I get a bill from the hospital or a doctor or something, it's just, wow, people who don't have insurance are just fucked. Because it shouldn't cost $300 to just go see the doctor for 30 minutes. It should cost what the insurance company's paying for it. But in order for them to cut the rate for the insurance company, it has that extra in there and the people who end up paying it are the people who can't afford to yeah i don't people know should just BitTorrent healthcare. i don't know enough i don't know enough about it to know i mean i you know i didn't have health insurance until the job that i had right before this one uh-huh. right and i mean 
I remember when I would get sick and go to the doctor that it was expensive. Nothing serious ever went wrong, you know, and it's not like I, it's not like I had endometrial cysts or something that ended up requiring me. So, you know, like I got strep throat or whatever, and that's a trip to the doctor. So that's going to cost about a hundred bucks and probably is more now. And at the same time, like, you know, it's hard to figure out what things are supposed to cost when they're services, right? Because especially with healthcare, it's like a weird, it's like a weird thing. I mean, you want, you want to get expensive tests because expensive tests are, you know, ways in which they can use pieces of equipment that cost millions of dollars. Maybe those pieces of equipment shouldn't cost millions of dollars. You know, maybe the doctor shouldn't have to pay for all the insurance that they have to pay for. But, I mean, I have never really felt like my family doctor has is, like, ripping me off, even though the rates go up over time because I don't think he's just doing it because he wants more money. Right? I mean, I think that maybe he would be an investment banker if he was in it for the money, right? right? And and it's like, I don't know why that stuff is so expensive, but I also don't know what it should cost, right? Because yeah. I understand that and to provide that service... I don't know anybody service, does anymore. To provide yeah. that service is extremely expensive, right? Everything costs way more than you would think once you actually have to do it, yeah. right? Like running a, running a, a coffee stand probably costs way more than the average person would expect it to. And that's why everything... But, you know, that's why shit's constantly going out of business and everybody who has ever worked anywhere has said, well, how dare they only pay me minimum wage? I know they're raking it in. You know, and it's not the case that every place that's ever gone out of business has gone out of business because the owner was paying themselves way too much. Sure. Because they were greedy assholes. It's just that shit is expensive. You know, it's expensive to provide services it's expensive to exist in the world and do shit and make shit and it's like it's hard to know with healthcare because then on the other side you have like doctors have to carry a huge amount of malpractice insurance because people will see an honest mistake as a chance for a payday but you can't talk about how we need to address this on that side and the other side if you're a politician, you have to pick one of the two sides and say the the entire burden falls on this side of it. Well, right, and you can't, I mean, it's a thing where you can't really talk about it anyway because it's like talking about whether, you know, talking about whether police departments should get more money from public okay. funding and then and everybody the starts saying, well, really no, because look, all police are corrupt. Here are 10 stories about corrupt policemen that I know. And like, here are 10 stories about justified malpractice lawsuits. Right. You know, you know, yeah. I mean, clearly, nothing can ever uh, get any better. It, uh, no, I mean, clearly, it's fucked. But like, I I tend to approach things from it's like, well, it seems to me like the solution to the fucked up problems inherent in releasing intellectual property and media in a digital age with infinite copyability. I don't know what the right thing to do is about that system, but I'm pretty sure that somebody who claims me getting all of the movies and music that I want without paying for them, it can't 
as justifiably claim that they're working towards the good of the system. Sure. As opposed to just working out of out of self interest. But and you might so, want to listen to that guy too and go, well, maybe you get a thing that has a shit ton of advertising on it, and that's how it pays for itself. And you get everything that you want, and we still make a fuck ton of money. Man, you know what I wish? I wish I wish I could pay like a one time. I don't know. $50 fee to get rid of all the fucking commercials on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I kind of, I'm starting to go the other way with some of that, where the, a lot of the stuff on the Android market is the same as the iTunes market, only instead of a paid version, all they have is the ad-supported version. Mm-hmm. And it drives me nuts. Like, I will give you the dollar that I would have paid to get this on, like, the iPod Touch if you will just get rid of these fucking ads, but that option isn't there it's weird yeah and i mean you know you kind of wonder like so i think the reason the reason that it operates that way is because is because piracy on android is so much more rampant than piracy on iphones that the developers aren't willing to do it and is that because they don't understand the way that business works in this modern era or is it because they they can't afford to support a bunch of copies of their software that haven't been paid for. And so they go with they go with the market where people do pay for them. It's weird to me that they don't have both for some. That's been slowly trickling in. Like when I got my Android phone, Words with Friends didn't have a paid option, and now it does. Yeah, and maybe it's a better business model for them to have people not, you know, to have those ads served up than to have my $1. Yeah, and I'm curious. I mean, it probably isn't, but it's it is a better model for them to get some amount of money from the ads than to get no money because you pirated the game and yet they're still running the servers for it, right? right? I mean, that's so that's another problem, right? Like a movie is is very different than a piece of software in a lot of ways because a piece of software has ongoing costs for the people to support it. Sure. Right, which a song, a movie doesn't necessarily. And yeah, I don't know, man. That it, it's just it's one of those things where like the realities of a market like the Android landscape, which is inherently free and people say, "Oh, well this is just better" versus the like walled garden. I forget what game it was recently where the developer came out and was like, "Look guys, I'm sorry. I just can't support the Android version of this anymore because the hardware is all over the place and there are so many different versions of it with so many different problems." that I'm spending all of my time just fixing bugs in the Android version of this instead of, like, trying to make the product better. So, I, sorry, I just can't do it anymore. And everybody just, like, hung him out to dry. Like, how dare you be in bed with Apple as opposed to these people who support Linux freedom, you know? And everybody who everybody who was like, well, no, look, look, look at what he said, right? Everybody's like, oh, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, I do, I do think that whether it is, whether it is fear of piracy or ju- or piracy, like the fact that it is so much easier to pirate stuff on Android devices is what causes a lot of the frustrating things about trying to use them. Oh, yeah. And not, not the frustrating things about trying to use, the, the frustrating things that 
especially like independent developers have to deal with. I mean, oh, sure. you know, if Words with, Words with Friends didn't have a, a paid version on the Android store until they had Zynga's exploited support staff behind, sure. it, behind it, right? And uh, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, that's it's hard to say like, oh, well, you know, Zynga came in there and their practice has made things better. <laughs> Maybe they did, you know, but... And I'm, I'm still of, like, in the middle continuum of the whole paying for entertainment thing, where I'm like, I want to give you guys money, but my resources are limited, and I'm not above occasionally ripping you off if you're not going to work with me. And that, you know, like, that's a questionable and arbitrary distinction to make who, you know, like... I would never steal an MC Frontalot CD. I would never download his stuff without paying for it. But I kind of would go and get the Tom Petty back catalog because I bought several of his CDs. Like it, you know, it's arbitrary. But then yeah. there are people coming up behind me, like dudes who are five or six years younger than I, who have like every game that was ever released for the Wii on a hard drive and a, raw, a mod on their Wii that makes it so they can play them. And there is absolutely no moral compunction. Like, my friend who does VFX work for, you know, like, for major Hollywood movies and does music videos and music, like, produces music, pirates everything. It's like, yeah, I'm a big fan of this rapper, and you should hear him. I'll just send you all of his music in the Dropbox. Like, well, you know, I should probably just go pay for it. And he's your friend, and you're just going to send it to me. Like, oh, yeah, it's fine. And that's weird. So, but that's what makes me think, like, the solution to this is not going to come from finding a way to stop people from doing that. Because you, you just can't. No, I know. And I mean, but you know, you, you, there's a lot of things that you can't stop people from doing that I don't think are morally justified. Hmm. You know, and the fact that it is inevitable does not make it just. Right, it just that just makes it inevitable, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm a hypocrite about video games in certain ways because I have a collection of Super Nintendo ROMs that was given to me years and years and years ago, and if I want to play a Super Nintendo game, I will just play it in an emulator. And that's and, and those aren't just cartridges that you owned. No, and the, Nintendo does not want you to do that. Yeah, I know. I mean, okay, okay, it's hypocritical. I don't ha- I don't think I have a Super Nintendo that works. So Yeah, I don't know. I mean I and I don't, you know, I could go and buy a copy of the cartridge. Be better if Nintendo sold everything. If yeah. they allowed me to buy it, I would buy it. Could you could go you know? to a So you're right. I I, I, I feel exactly the or... same way about. And I guess Part of what makes me feel that way about that is because this is stuff from 20 or 30 years ago, mm. right? And, and I, would never, I would never think that I could even waste a single breath trying to justify pirating something that I could buy, right? I mean, I guess that's the thing. If Nintendo allowed me... I think what you would argue that if Nintendo did sell ROMs of Super Metroid, 
but they sold them for a hundred dollars that you would you would feel okay pirating it and i probably wouldn't i would say like, they're they're being so unrealistic that, that we're no longer on the same planet it's like come on you you gotta help me out in making the right choice here right but i guess that for that there there is some guy out there somewhere that is using the same argument that you're using but his price point is a dollar oh sure you know and and that's why that's why i have a hard time using that actual flat scale of how many dollars how many 2012 u.s simoleons does this thing cost as a determiner of whether i think it's ethically justifiable or not right because of all of the arbitrary things that there are like some number that represents an amount of fiat currency is among the most arbitrary sure right and it's like I don't know that I necessarily believe that there's some fundamental structure to the universe that results in things being ethical or not, uh-huh. right? I mean, that, which is why I said it's, to me, it is all just an emotional construct, uh-huh. right? Because, I mean, r- rationality is an emotion, right? Like, self-interest is an emotion. Like, everything that drives the way that we behave about everything is an emotion, and I don't think that there's some, like, anything special about the world that makes morality anything other than some shit that we made up yeah so it's weird thinking about though like the the cool shit that could happen if people weren't so hung up on squeezing the most money as they could out of a property like somebody uh, somebody on reddit posted a mock-up of a machine that was a new super nintendo that had like a usb stick with all of the ROMs on it and, you know, like the form factor of an original Super Nintendo, wireless versions of the Super Nintendo controllers. And they said, would you buy this thing if it cost, say, $200? And that was enough for Nintendo to make some money on the hardware and then you just got the software. They said, oh, absolutely. But that would never happen. It wouldn't happen for $500 or $1,000. It just would never happen. Like, sure, that, and that, I mean that would be so cool. You're just like sell uh, me a but, wireless Super Nintendo. Yeah, controller. but but I mean everybody like with Nintendo, it's weird, right? Because like every time Nintendo does something that turns out to be a failure, everybody says, "Well, Jesus, if they had just listened to people on the internet, they would have known that this was a stupid idea." But every time Nintendo does something awesome that never would have made it off the ground if they had had to run it past every fucking prick on the internet to determine whether they were going to like it or not. It's like, no, come on, guys. Like, the reason that they are Nintendo and you are their customer is because they know how to be Nintendo, right? And so this world in which it's like, no, they are so beholden to their user base that their primary responsibility is serving their user base and their user base gets to set the price point for everything that scares me but they kind of isn't that true of everything though that you the price point is set by what people are willing to pay right and you go for the price that is the highest it can be without people starting to fall off that you want to have buy your stuff Right, but it would tend if you if if both people 
in that equation have effectively unlimited access to everything, the <clears throat> price point that the users select is always going to go down to zero. Not necessarily. I mean, CDs on Amazon MP3 are 10 bucks. Right. They're not 20, but they're 10. And people are buying shitloads of them at 10. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they're five. And people buy shitloads of them at five. That's the weird yeah. thing when, when people start talking about the money that gets lost, which is, is not relevant, I know, but when they're continually dropping the price on something like an album that's $10 to 25 cents for a couple of weeks so that they can get on the billboard chart. It's like, okay, but then if somebody went and torrented it and put it up and a thousand people copied it, you would charge them at 10 bucks a pop. And that doesn't make any sense. Like, what is it worth? And I guess you would say they get to decide. Well, the billboard chart doesn't reflect who's listening to it, right? It reflects who's buying it because that's where they hit the button on the little ticker. Well, sure, but what they'll do is right? drop so, the I mean, price that to 25 be... cents to get a shit ton of sales. But if you took the one that you paid 25 cents for and gave it to 10 people, they wouldn't say you stole $2.50 from us. They'd say you stole 20 or $250 from us. Well, sure. I mean, I, I think the notion, the notion of it being rationally punishable is, is crazy. Because, I mean, it's, like, for the same reason that, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if... Ah, this is this is a tricky one, right? Like, it, so, because piracy is so easy, right, no matter what, no matter what amount of money you would find somebody for making an illegal copy of something even one cent multiplied by the number which you could take given the resources at your disposal would just become an un like just an unwieldy amount of money right and it just would no longer make sense like no crime justifies a fine that large uh-huh. right but they'll go for it and it's weird so like they had a hundred songs on their thing and they shared them thousands of times so for every share we find you it's like, well, wait. The only thing that they are responsible for is the music that they have. So if they I have mean, 100 songs, they owe you $100. The other sure. people who who made their sure. copies go after them, too, and get 100 bucks from them. Sure. But, I mean, they're not trying to... They're, they're not... They don't believe that that's worth that, right? <laughs> like, they are, just, they are just trying to make an example of some people that they can nail to, to have some security theater so that other people don't do it. And as a as somebody who creates content to know that the people who created that content don't see any of that money is enough for me to go this system is so corrupt I don't give a shit what these people say well but the people who created that content were free to not sign the contract that they signed with the record company I mean that's like and now they don't have to the record companies are pricks well that's debatable I mean a lot of the success stories are people who took advantage of the resources at the disposal of the record company were at the mercy of those contracts to begin with and eventually got enough of a fan base that they could strike out on their own 
right? I mean, sure. well, I'm thinking like, of like the Jonathan Colton MC front a lot to like maybe not fuck you money, but screw you money. Like, yeah, it, it is, I mean, I think front a lot. I would be really surprised if he made as much money as you. And he, but he makes a living. Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. Is like, it may not be possible to be like for you two to start off with nothing and do it with no record deal. Sure. But yeah, it would, it might be. Sure. I mean, but but that's the if the enough people but, hear mean, it, and that's when it comes down to like the guys who are trying to be the next U two are putting their shit on YouTube and SoundCloud and BitTorrent and everywhere that they can so that you'll just hear it. Yeah, I, it just... I don't think I don't think that it is really fair to say that the model that the record companies currently have is, like, irrelevant or inherently harmful to artists because, you know, the bulk of the music that gets bought in this country gets bought at Walmart, right? And it, it, we... We live on a little satellite with some people that we see as being, as, as having a level of success that we consider to be something that we would be really happy with, right? right? Colton, Colton makes a shitload of money. I think yeah. he published, I think he made, he made the figures public, and I think he made like a half a million dollars last year. Yeah. Um, so almost as but, much as I make. But he is, but he is an exception, right? I mean, he is, he is an extremely exceptional case. Sure, there are hundreds of people, thousands of people who are trying to be him who are not having that level of success. Right, and I mean, he, you know, he worked hard, he got in there. I mean, it was like us, right? Like, we, there are people a lot better than us at stuff that, have, that would not have been able to pull off what we pulled off because we just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Right. And, you know, we worked real hard and, and continue to work real hard, and, and so we're, we're doing fine, right? But, like, not everybody with as good an idea, as good an execution, and as hard a work makes it and and especially in music i mean for a lot of people i think signing away 99 percent of the money that your music is ever going to make is probably a better deal hmm. than than like because here's the other thing jonathan colton was extremely tech savvy right so he was able to set up a thing where people could buy mp3s from him and he wrote all the back end stuff and he ran the website and knew how to get it all set up and stuff most people don't know how to do that shit yeah you but know, they could learn people, if they if they wanted to. Yeah, they could, but I mean, it's like most people don't. Not every musician thinks that they could do that, right? Like, yeah. like I don't know, G- Gobby say Gobby seems pretty technophobic. In um, my experience, right? I, I think that if you said like, "Well, hey, do you want to be responsible for like setting up?" credit card fulfillment and stuff for selling your music or would you rather you know do whatever you do license it to a production company that does this he thinks well I mean maybe he doesn't think I I know that he is smart enough that he could figure out how to run his own website but I think he would rather spend his time working through the channels that exist for him and making more music you know, and letting them handle the publicity that he maybe also doesn't care about doing. I mean, that's right. the thing. Jonathan Colton doesn't mind pimping himself out. Or, you know, Jonathan Colton also has a more... a fan base that is more rabid and more inclined to evangelize about things that they like than 
I don't know, Walmart musical act number six mm-hmm. of right now. Whatever the best-selling CD is at Walmart this week, which is probably a band I've never heard of. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it, is, it is always hard for me to feel sorry for somebody who gets screwed because of a contract that they signed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because, like, there are mechanisms in place to stop you from getting screwed like that right i mean it's like somebody who lets somebody talk them into paying way too much for something it's like well that's sad you know and the guy who did this to you is a jerk but like i don't think you get to sue them right like because everybody was playing by the rules sure there's a deal with the devil kind of thing that goes along with that and i mean there's also a lot of people who don't who they think oh man we got a major like we got a major record deal we got a record deal with a major label. Let's waste this entire advance on uh, on accumulating a bunch of additional debt, uh-huh. say. And then when it comes around and they realize, oh, wait, this is not the payday that we expected it to be because we didn't read the fine print, then they're fucked. And, you know, sometimes they can figure out how to do a concert tour and sell a lot of shirts or whatever you know but but not always i mean yeah it's weird the the one that i always come back to from music is uh creedence clearwater revival where the contract stipulated that the record label owned the the record label owns the songs the guy who wrote all of the songs and produced everything and made the band sound like it was and sang all of the songs got into a fight with the rest of the band, he gets kicked out, and he makes new music, and he gets sued for sounding too much like his back catalog, which he created and no longer belongs to him. Like, yeah, he gave that away, but in the, like, the larger ethical cosmos, it's just like, you created that. You should still own it. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Like, I guess with the exception of me we don't really meaningfully own our creative work because we signed the boilerplate thing that we have to, right? I mean, well, we don't have to, but, like, we have to so that, like, Xenophobe didn't decide to sue us for a portion of all of the money that we made after he quit. Or just take all of his code out of the game and go. Yeah, right? I mean, and, and, and so it's a little weird, right? I mean, if if you and I had a falling out and then you went and just duplicated a bunch of the material that you had done working for me on your own project and we're like using its name. I mean, I don't think that you would do that. I mean, a, I don't think we're going to have a falling out that results in you feeling like you would want to do something like that. I don't think that you would do something like that, but it's like, I don't know. Would I be the bad guy for trying to stop that? Cause it's a, it's an agreement that we entered into. And we had our we had our eyes open when we did it, and I mean, yeah, that's fucked up about about credence. But I think it's a like a more apt analogy would be like if somehow the paperwork we signed meant if you and I had a falling out, I could take Kingdom of Loathing and then sue you for making another game if it had stick figure art. Sure, and like that may have been the agreement, but oh man, would that be fucked up? Yeah, I mean that's not the agreement. Like, there's yeah. no, there's no non-compete or anything in it. 
No, I'm just thinking, like, because with <clears throat> what happened with John Fogarty is he couldn't play any of the songs he wrote in a concert without paying the record label for the privilege, and so he just didn't perform those songs live for 20 years. And like right, that, but, I mean, he could have written that, new that, songs, like, right? That I mean, impoverishes like, the, the culture to have something like that going on, where a creator can't. And he did write new songs, and uh, but right. I mean, it, so it does it does impoverish the culture, but it, but it, I mean, there's all sorts of things. There's all sorts of dumb decisions people make that impoverish the culture, right? Like, I mean, and that's the, that's the thing. It's like there are cases like that where they're so clearly a bad guy uh-huh. that that make it hard. You know, it's like the corrupt cop thing. It makes it hard to actually try and come up with a framework for how things should work. Well, and it's hard to feel sim- sympathy for the man, you know. It's hard to say, well, they signed this contract and these this record label who is up to their knees and strippers and blow is the real person being wronged here because they're being sued by this penniless artist. Then it's it's hard to feel sympathy for the man. Yeah, I think I think part of why I get into half the arguments that I get into with, with you and with a lot of other people is because I, I seem to have developed this curse where I can feel sympathy for the man. Right. Right. Well, I because I mean, like, you have a relationship with the police department that a lot of people don't. And you saw that, like, you were the son of a cop. You saw what it meant to be a police officer. You know, like, it used to give, drive me nuts when people thought, my dad is a pastor, like the pastors I see on TV, he must be rolling in it because we were, you know, we were super poor and just right. people didn't know that, you know. So I can see why it would bother you when people say, like, well, fuck the police. Like, well, wait a minute. The police are people. Yeah. Some of them are assholes, but... And and they're people who, yeah, you say fuck them until somebody steals something from you and then you say, hey, go get that thing back, please. Right. <laughs> and, you, you know, you want them to. I mean, and that's, you know, I guess that's that's just where I come down on all of this stuff. It's like, if you want the advantages of this system, you have to deal with... The... Here's, here's the thing, I guess. Like, I... I would not feel like I had been wronged if I got a ticket for turning right on red at a place that I wasn't supposed to. Uh-huh. You know? Because I know that I am doing something wrong... And I, while I would be, while I would be pissed off if I got a ticket for drinking a beer on my way to the bar in my car, uh-huh. you know, and, and I, I would mostly be pissed off at myself for knowingly breaking that rule just because I disagreed with it, even though I, I know that they're perfectly justified in hitting me with the consequences of it, mm-hmm. y- you know? Well, yeah, whereas when I got pulled over, when I got pulled over for speeding on I-17, I do feel pissed off and wronged somehow. Because, fuck it, man, everybody's going 85 down this thing, and you're just going to yeah. pull me over because I was only doing 80? Yeah, I mean, I did feel, uh, you know, when I got that ticket for, when I got that ticket that ended up probably costing me $1,000, all told, in fucking insurance rate hikes and everything, for going 79 in a 70. Yeah. Uh-huh in fucking West Virginia or somewhere that I, there was no fucking way I was driving back to 
to go to traffic school uh-huh. or whatever. I mean, I was like, yeah, I was a little pissed. But at the same time, like, I was breaking the law. Right? So, I mean, uh-huh. it's, I can't, I mean, I feel justified in going faster than the speed limit because I don't think that it is unsafe and I am willing to accept the consequences if I get caught doing it. Sure. Right? Because, I don't know. I mean, like, that gets down to civil disobedience rather than rather than just indignant self-interest. Hmm. And, and I, I, you know, it's a, way for me to, it's a way for me to justify all the hypocritical things that I do. And we got through a record zero questions on this show. This is like old school. <laughs> we'll have old school to, JNS. Uh, we'll have to put a note in the thread that says uh, 10 dozen minutes of arguing about intellectual property rights. And there are, you know, like, there are people who absolutely hate that shit and there are people who enjoy it. So Yeah. The people who hate that shit, fuck them. Yeah, and also people who steal our video games. Fuck them. Yeah. Like, if somebody came into my house and stole my video games, I would be very annoyed with them. What if somebody came into your house, took a picture of your sleeping nude wife, and then left? They haven't harmed anyone. It's not like your wife doesn't have boobs anymore because they took a picture of them. I know, but I tend to charge people at least $15 to go and take a picture of my sleeping wife. Yeah, see? And there's, But there's limited capacity in my bedroom. I, finally, I have finally stumbled on an analogy that makes sense to you. No, so you pay your fifteen dollars and you come and you go post it online where everybody can download it, and then I'm not mad at you, right? Because that isn't taking anything away. Yeah, taking it the first time is. I, I accept that as part of the cost of doing business. Mm-hmm. Shrinkage. It's not just for cold water and dicks anymore. All right. Well, I've had a pretty good. I've had a pretty good time on this show. So yeah, TechRat said, feel free to go over if you want to tonight, because TechRat was DJing before us, because there was some sort of emergency with that DJ, and the DJ after us has some kind of emergency, so... That's the second week in a row. All TechRat all the time. I guess uh, Riboflavin's computer blowed up. Oh. So he won't be around for a Well, I would, uh, but I am fucking starving, as I always am, about five minutes after these shows start. You should uh, download some sushi. Oh, I should, man. I should just go and be like, I'm just going to eat some of this sushi without paying for it. You're probably just going to throw it away at the end of the night anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's because I'm so punk rock. I go do some crimes, like eating sushi and not paying. Yeah. You are punk rock. I remember when you used to have a mohawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I, I frequently wear this shirt that says, Copyright Infringement is Your Best Entertainment Value. <laughs> that's which, the thing. Which, like, Negative Land would not exist without breaking a lot of these rules that you really like. Yeah, but I bet... I'll bet that they don't torrent movies. I'll bet that they I'll bet that they would feel like it was wrong for them to do that. And I don't know. I don't know if that's really true or not. I mean, they would take somebody else's creative work and chop it up and make something new out of it. Sure. And not have a problem not paying the person whose work they took. Yeah, I mean, their stuff was never... Like, they never did stuff that they believed was against the law, I don't think. Like, I think that they considered the stuff that they were doing fair use, and then the record companies just had deeper pockets than they did. And that turns out to be how how you determine whether something is fair use or not. Right. And that said, you know, I don't know that doing a cover of a song... Like, 
I kind of think that they were asking for it. Right. Doing a cover of a song that just involves playing that song in its entirety, saying things over it, and then selling it in a thing that is deliberately designed to be like misleading to the point where people will think that they are buying a product from the other artist. <laughs> like, that's a little, you know. I mean, they, they, they got themselves put on house arrest by releasing a bogus press release saying that they didn't have anything to do with a murder. <laughs> right? So, I mean, I, I think that it's possible that they were just trying to draw some attention to how goofy the system was by doing things that they knew weren't going to fly and that they didn't think were okay. Right? I mean, I like, it's just sort of like a transgressive performance art piece. Sure. You know, I also hate graffiti. So do I. Even really, like... Even good graffiti, I think that that can't be the thing that matters in whether it's okay to tag something or not. You know, I like that's seeing what just people, not thing that you can use. Yeah, I, I like seeing what people can do on a space where they're allowed and encouraged to do it. Yeah, but yeah, that's that falls to me under the headline of skateboarding is not a crime. Like, no, but trespassing is. Yeah, and like fucking jaywalking is, or being on a skateboard on the sidewalk probably is. Right. You know? Or like hanging out in a parking lot and. Yeah, loitering yeah, is sure as shit a Fucking up people's property and being a jackass is. And then graffiti is, graffiti is not a. I mean, that's what just kind of makes me want to make bumper stickers that say, yes, it is, retard. <laughs> graffiti is not a crime. Vandalism is a crime. But then I'm the bad guy for calling somebody a retard yeah is a does graffiti have in its meaning doing it illegally i think it is in a public space uh, right but like if you say check out this sick graffiti i did on my garage door so like, Wikipedia says graffiti is writings or drawings scribbled, scratched, or sprayed illicitly on a wall or other surface in a public place. Okay, so when you say um, like graffiti, it, it includes vandalism. I guess it does. Which I mean, I would always just say like a mural, right? I mean, like if it is if it is done deliberately and without breaking any laws, it is now no different than any other visual art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To draw graffiti on, to deface with graffiti. It's not defacing, it's, it's just facing, man. Yeah, it's putting a better face on it. Damn. I mean, and that's the thing, like, even if it's cool looking, and even if you wrote it on the wall of somebody who is a butthole, it, it's still equally illegal. <laughs> oh, look, a popover ad. The entire internet is becoming impossible to use because people insist they make money. I also... <clears throat> I had an ad blocker for a while and then felt guilty enough about it that I turned it off. I like all those places that make you feel guilty when they detect that you have it. Yeah. I like Reddit's approach is more if you don't have ad blocker on, occasionally the ad you see is just, hey, thanks for watching our ads. Mm -hmm. But they also don't do interstitials and popovers and shit. Actually, popovers yeah. I would enjoy as a fat guy. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I wish they did Ch chicken pot pie ads. <laughs> uh, all right, man, I'm going to go eat. Speaking of chicken pot pie, I'm going to go eat some 
uncooked fish. All right, you enjoy your uncooked fish. On the outside of some grain. Okay, mm. is there any way in which chicken pot pie is not the opposite of uh, sashimi? Or rather, uh, nigiri? It is food still. Okay. What's the opposite of food? Uh, Poop? That's food for somebody. Poop. Poop, it's what's for dinner. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a question for next show instead of answering people's question. Okay. So, good night, everybody. Bye, everyone.